Welcome to Money Moves for Teens. My name is Tally Levy, and I hope that you enjoy and find value in today's episode. The idea of entrepreneurship is exciting to a lot of people, and those who go down that path usually want to jump right in without any sort of plan in place. They just want to start the creation process. While that's understandable, it is a good idea to craft a business plan first. I know that creating a plan may not sound like the most exciting thing to do in the world, but taking this step will benefit your business in countless ways from things like giving you a clear sense of direction to helping you better communicate things like your business goals and values to other people. So in this episode, I'm going to help you create that plan by sharing a tool I have used and I'm confident it will help you all too. This tool is called the Lean Canvas and today I'll cover the importance of having a business plan, a brief overview of the tool and how I've used it, then I'll get into each of the nine sections this tool has and I'll break down each one and how you can effectively implement it into your business. Creating a plan for your business is key when it comes to having a clear sense of direction and a clear vision. Also, you should look at it from a business sustainability perspective. Investopedia.com states that one of the four major reasons why businesses fail in their first year is due to a quote, faulty infrastructure or business model. Nobody wants a failed first year in business, so that is why I'm strongly suggesting you create a plan. And having a business plan not only helps you, but it benefits those around you as well. Collaboration, building relationships, networking, these are all things that are part of entrepreneurship. So having this plan in place is going to help you more effectively communicate with others when it comes to your business. So those are just a couple of reasons why I and many others believe that a business plan is so important to have. So now let's get into the tool that I've used to achieve this task and exactly how it's helped me. As mentioned earlier, this tool is called the Lean Canvas and I'm going to quote the description from leanstack.com. They say that the Lean Canvas is a one-page business plan template created by Ash Mariah that helps you deconstruct your idea into its key assumptions. It is adapted from Alex Osterwalder's business model canvas and optimized for lean startups. It replaces elaborate business plans with a single-page business model. And that pretty much sums it up. This tool makes creating a plan for your business very, very simple. I will have a link to the Lean Canvas in the description below, but you can also go to leanstack.com slash leancanvas and find it there. I've used this template multiple times in my own life, and I filled one out for any business idea that I've had. Even if my business idea was never fully pursued, going through the steps was definitely a good exercise, and it helped me break down my idea into understandable parts. I filled one out for my math tutoring business, this podcast, and for several other projects and ideas. I found that by using the Lean Canvas, I have a much better idea of the next steps that I should take with my business, and it's definitely nice to see thoughts and ideas about a business that had been in my head for some time finally down in an organized way on paper. So now let's talk about the parts of the Lean Canvas, what you'll be filling out. There are nine sections, problem, solution, key metrics, unfair advantage, channels, customer segments, cost structure, revenue streams, and unique value proposition. As I go through and explain each aspect, I'll use a running example of a math tutoring business so you can further understand what each section entails and how you can apply it to your own business. First is the problem. What is a problem in the world that you want to solve with your business? There has to be some sort of need. I talked about this in another episode of mine, but a lot of people will see entrepreneurs and they'll take in their perceived lifestyle and they'll say that they want that for themselves. They want to start their own business. But a lot of them don't stop to think about what value they're adding to society, why they're starting. 
And before you can really get anywhere, before you do anything else, that's the first thing you have to establish is your why. So for the math tutoring business, let's say that the problem that you see is that students are falling behind and they're struggling in math. Now, a subpoint under the problem section is existing alternatives. So what is already out there in the world that is trying to solve the same problem that you are? You may have an idea that is completely new, but most of the time you will have some sort of existing competition, people already out there doing the same thing. So this is where you would list those competitors out. Using our math tutoring example, some competition could be other freelance tutors in your area. It could be math tutors on YouTube teaching the subject. It could be teachers staying after school with students. So again, this is where you list out all of the existing alternatives, all of the existing competition that is out there. Okay, second, write down your solution. So once you've located the problem, now it's time to think about how you're going to fix it. Also, even if you go into this thinking, I have one solution I'm set on, I have an idea, it's still good to brainstorm and list out several ideas for the solution part because it may spark other ideas and you can build off of your original one. So just write down several ideas for solutions to the problem you have seen. So again, maybe you consider tutoring math in your area or maybe you create a YouTube channel that teaches this subject. You're just brainstorming possible ways to solve this problem you've established. And for this episode's purpose, let's say you went with the math tutoring in your area idea. Third are your key metrics. This section will cover what numbers or metrics your business will receive that lets you know how you are doing as a business. For example, it could be the number of students you acquire. It could be how much money you're making, how much your student's grade has improved. Basically, all of the numbers that will help you measure your business success. Next, fourth is your unfair advantage. What's going to make you stand out in the business world? How are you unique? Maybe you have a certification in a certain field, like maybe a CPR training certification, or first aid certification, or maybe you can relate to customers in a way others can't for tutoring because you're, a, if you're a teenager, if you're a peer tutor, maybe you say, well, I'm about the same age as who the person I'll be teaching is, so I can relate more to them and to their struggles than a teacher can, something like that. This is a key factor because it is so important to stand out in the business world, and this section actually relates to a later section at the end of this episode, so stay tuned to hear how these two relate to each other. So as I said, because you're a peer tutor, you may be able to teach them in a way that it's less intimidating for them because you are younger, or you might be able to relate to them more as compared to older tutors. Fifth, list all of your channels. Your channels are the ways you're going to reach your potential customers. And this also helps with prioritization because there are so many ways to advertise. You don't have to do all of them to be successful. You can choose a few and get really good at those. So maybe you really want to focus on social media, have a really good Instagram up and running with your business advertised on that platform. And then maybe you hand out business cards at school. So like really prioritizing and figuring out all of the ways that you want to advertise through these channels to your potential customers. Sixth, write down who your customer is. Who is your product or service being offered to? You're creating this business with who in mind. Sometimes this answer will be one very niche customer, while in other cases you might have multiple potential customers, multiple people receiving benefit from your business. For tutoring, your customer would be the kid, the student you're teaching, and the parent who will most likely be paying for your service. Seventh is your cost structure. You're figuring out money-wise what it's going to take for you to get this business up and running. The Lean Canvas template says to list out all of your fixed and your variable expenses, basically everything you'd have to pay for. 
For our example, maybe you'd pay for the office supplies like pencils and paper. Maybe you spend money creating flyers and business cards. Maybe we even take it as far as paying for different teacher resources or worksheets to help you teach. Whatever you see best for your business and that you have the means for financially, you can list all of those things out here. And as I say all of this, I do want to note that don't feel pressured to spend your money on anything. Many businesses people start, especially in a teenager's case, can be started with no money at all. I've said this in previous episodes, but I'll say it again. Don't let money be the reason you don't start. If you need office supplies, but you can't buy them, ask to borrow some from a friend or a teacher. If you can't buy flyers and business cards, just handwrite them first. Sometimes it will require out-of-the-box thinking and some extra creativity, but again, don't let money be the reason you don't start. And remember for the cost structure section, list out all the things you would need to pay for when starting your business. Eighth, what I think might be the most fun, is listing out all of your revenue streams. So all of the ways that you're going to make money with your business. Maybe you charge an hourly rate of $20 an hour for tutoring. Maybe you create math notes and sell them under your brand name as digital products. That's another revenue stream right there. And multiple income streams are so important and I talk about that in my 23rd and 24th episodes. So yeah, you can really get creative with this and list out all of the ways you can potentially monetize your business. Lastly, ninth, create a unique value proposition. So remember how I said that your unfair advantage would come in handy in a later section? This is where it would help. In this template, it states that this step is a quote, single, clear, compelling message that states why you are different and worth paying attention. So in this unique value proposition, or UVP for short, you're really emphasizing how you're unique and how you stand out. So once you figure this out in your unfair advantage section, this is now where you'd put it into a sentence that you will hopefully share with other people once it's complete. So go through a couple drafts of this, take your time, because it is something that you will end up communicating to others. So those were the nine sections of this Lean Canvas template. I have gained so much value out of using this tool, and I'm confident you all will as well. As I said, I'll link it in the description below, but you can also go to leanstack.com slash leancanvas and find it on that website. I hope all of the information I covered today starts you on your path to creating an amazing business plan that brings you lots of success on your entrepreneurial journey.